Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. My guest today is Muni Boga, the CEO of Kudos. They say their platform is different from other rewards programs because it helps create sustained cultural change. So we're going to talk about the importance of culture, the real need for cultural solutions, and how analytics contributes to it all on this edition of PeopleTech. Hey, Muni, welcome. Tell me about Kudos. Um, I mean, what does it do? Kudos is an employee engagement platform focused on employee recognition. Uh, When you think about employee recognition, often it gets um, aligned with rewards, but in our particular circumstance, it's really employee recognition that is focused on core values, performance levels, and real-time analytics. You know, you talk to employers today, and it seems like there's a real need for, you know, culture building solutions um, like Kudos. Do do you think the industry is really providing effective products? Um, What do today's applications leave on a lot to do for managers? In other words, are they providing real end-to-end solutions? Yeah, I think the solutions today have evolved quite a bit over the years. Um, traditionally, many solutions were were top-down in the way in which they were conceived or thought of. Today's solutions tend to be a little bit more democratic, um, you know, specifically around recognition. I think um, the way in which it works in terms of peer-to-peer recognition it allows all people to participate. Um, and it's really the analytics that go with that manager, uh, sorry, with the uh, peer-to-peer recognition that allow managers to understand what's happening inside of their teams uh, and really you know, do the best that they can do to ensure that they're moving the dial uh, in terms of their culture inside of the organization. What are the analytics specifically used for? I mean, what what's the intelligence that they're providing to users of your product? Uh, in terms of kudos, there's a number of different analytics that are either focused on the business or the organization, the manager, or the individual user. Um, and so when you think about analytics that are focused on the organization, it's really about understanding what areas of the business are uh, performant in terms of what people are recognizing, uh, what areas of the business are embracing specific types of values or behaviors inside the organization. And when you start correlating back the behaviors along with the performance levels, you get a really interesting understanding of what's working inside of your organization and where those pockets might exist so that you can actually utilize an understanding around that part of the organization and apply it to other areas of your business. Um, that's one specific example of, of the types of analytics that come out um, specifically for the organization. For managers, it's a, it's a bit different. For managers, it focuses on um, understanding which members of your team are being uh, highlighted for performance, which members of your team are uh, living those core values and behaviors, and perhaps you're trying to initiate on specific projects that are requiring individual behaviors at the forefront. So 
you know, really leveraging your team as best as you can, recognizing your team to ensure uh, you can understand where those areas of performance might exist. And then based on the data that you're receiving, it allows you to make a more uh, educated and informed decision in terms of who do you want to promote and and who do you ensure that you're you're compensating fairly. Um, that type of information is invaluable when you're making business decisions. Um, can you give me an example of the type of information, you know, just a, a squiggle of it, an arrow squiggle of it? Um, you know, what, what's the question that executives want answered uh, in part when they're when they're using this? Yeah, I mean, there's a couple of things. I think the first thing is, is that organizations are trying to understand, are, are my people feeling connected to our, our company? Are they feeling connected to the culture? And do they feel included inside of the organization? And, you know, those are the kinds of questions that they're initially answering, because many times a company will run a survey and within that survey, they'll understand that um, you know, their individual contributors don't actually feel recognized. They don't feel like they're part of the company. Um, and so they need a solution that's actually delivering that first of all, like delivering it into the organization and ensuring that people do feel connected uh, and recognized. And then secondary to that, you know, the measurement piece really gives you an understanding of, is that actually happening inside your organization? Um, are people embracing it and how are they embracing it? And when they do embrace it, how does it move the dial in terms of your organization? Is it moving performance forward? Is it moving productivity uh, forward? Uh, that's the type of insight that you get. So is this um, a, a measurement tool primarily or does it do more than that? I, I would say the measurement tool is is secondary. I think the primary two is cultural enablement. So you're going inside the organization, you're creating a sense of uh, culture of what's important inside the organization. You're allowing individuals to feel comfortable and to connect with one another, uh, to recognize one another, to identify areas of performance inside the organization. And then once you have that information, um, then of course it allows you to make better business decisions as you move forward. So it's it's a dual purpose tool in terms of the fact that you're enabling the organization and you're measuring. Greetings from Evergreen Podcasts. We're rolling out a listener survey and we want to hear from you. The information in the survey will help us gather statistics and in turn make our shows more appealing to advertisers. I know most people don't like ads, but this is one of the only ways our shows make money and help keep their lights on. We promise it will only take a few minutes, but the impact on our podcasts will be tremendous. As a token of our appreciation, we'll randomly select one lucky participant each month to win an exclusive merchandise package from Evergreen Podcasts. Head to evergreenpodcast.com slash listener survey to help a show and possibly get some free stuff for doing so. We can't thank you enough for the support. Now back to the show. You know, are, are platforms like this the kind of thing that um, help the user make better decisions besides just having the information, you know, uh, available? Yeah. Are there ways it presents it and, and the way ways that it operates that sort yeah, of affect absolutely. the outcome? Yeah, so, I think 
Oh, sorry, I cut you off there. <laughs> oh, no, it's okay. I just, I just, please just tell me about it, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think when when you think about anybody doing uh, the work that they do within an organization, um, it's really the behaviors that they live that dictate how that project is done and how successful that project or that work actually is at the end of the day. Um, and if you've got a mechanism by which you can exemplify those behaviors and bring them to the forefront inside the organization, in other words, how do you bring clarity to what is important in terms of the way in which we work together? That's really what we're talking about is that you're using a tool to say, hey, perhaps teamwork is important to us. Hey, perhaps innovation is important to us. How do we innovate together? What does innovation mean to the organization? Um, does it mean that we have to be agile? Does it mean that we have to uh, come together and communicate clearly and be transparent? It's when you get into those details around the behaviors and why they're important and how you identify them in one another that you really are moving the dial in terms of how people are interacting and, and doing their work. Let me um, shift gears a little bit um, and just sort of ask you some things about, you know, the business and, and the market. One of the things I'm real interested in is how have the changes to work that we've seen recently because of COVID, um, how have they affected employers and the employer's approach to culture? Yeah, great question. When you think about the pandemic, of course, the first thing is, is that, you know, everybody moved to a little bit of a different way of working. Uh, many organizations went to a, a hybrid model. Many organizations went to a distributed model in terms of where people were working. Uh, and often in many organizations, there was less interaction from a physical perspective. And when you're trying to build culture without connection, without physical connection, um, you have to find new ways for people to interact. You have to find new ways for people to collaborate and connect. And I think this really presented uh, a time and place for people to uh, determine how does that actually happen inside their organizations. And I think recognition and communication are a big part of that. Um, because if you think about, you know, recognizing someone in person or giving someone a pat on the back, or you think about, you know, those moments that you have inside the organization, um, sure they existed, but they also, they also disappeared into the ether after they were done. Um, when you're working with a recognition platform, you're creating a, a record, right. Of, of it actually happening. Um, that record is something that belongs to the, the person that's receiving it. Uh, the person that's giving it, it's a really special piece that people have and it transcends that physicality. So if you are in a distributed team, you have individuals coming together online that can connect in that way or in form. Um, so I think culture has really transitioned since the pandemic in terms of um, how are you building it, what it looks like, um, because often enough, many organizations on the go forward are thinking about, you know, full distribution, um, you know, and if, and if we're looking at full, full distribution and the creation of culture in a fully distributed environment, um, it is online. It can't exist any other way. How about the um, the Great Resignation? Um, you know that seems to be impacting a lot of 
business dynamics, you know, in terms of the workforce and, you know, finding the right people, keeping the right people. Has, has that impacted you at all? Yeah, I'd, I'd say both the pandemic and, and the great resignation have had a, a large impact on, on, on kudos specifically. Um, when I think about it in terms of the great resignation, I'm, I'm really, <laughs> I'm really interested in, in the reason for that. And, and many of us know that it's often enough uh, because people don't feel connected to their company, right? Um, they don't feel aligned with their company. They feel that perhaps it doesn't align with their uh, values. Uh, perhaps it doesn't align with, um, you know, the type of place that they want to be for, for the days to come. Right. And, and life is short. And people are thinking in those terms, like we have to live our lives today. And do I want to spend my my days working at a company that perhaps uh, doesn't connect with me? So, you know, for organizations to understand that and say, hey, we need to focus on our culture. We need to build an environment that's conducive to people to come together, conducive for people to collaborate, conducive for people to better understand and include one another. Um, I think that's really uh, what we're seeing in the market. And when it comes to solutions like ours, um, you know, we help enable that, but we also help measure that after the fact. Are there um, specific requests you hear from employers, you know, repeatedly, you know, some things that tell you, oh, there's, there's a hole here we have to fill or something like that? Uh, in what, in what sense? Well, just, you know, that people are, are buying your platform basically to help oh. accomplish all of these things. Are you, you hearing things that the, 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 that the market like that, that you, know, you yeah. and your competitors may not be, you know, quite getting, um, you know, are employers flagging anything like that for you? Well, I think, I think the employers have flagged the fact that their, their people um, aren't feeling recognized inside the organization. Um, they're feeling that, uh, many people aren't feeling included, right? They're feeling that uh, their silos being formed. Um, and in those particular circumstances, how do you break down the barriers? How do you bring people together? Um, and of course, we've talked about, you know, culture specifically, but the creation of culture is, is often difficult for people. And if you're thinking about the creation of culture in a digital environment, it's even harder, right? It's, there's no more true face-to-face um, and, and it takes another level of understanding for us to communicate and collaborate together, uh, for us to create an environment that's respectful for one another. And so using a mechanism that, that really brings things to the high, to the, to the forefront really, um, is what people are looking for. They're looking for a way in which they can, um, show their culture as in terms of what it actually means to the organization, but not just show it to the organization and the people, but, allow them to enable that, allow them to understand it, allow them to live it. Um, so that's really where, um, where we're seeing the, the comments from the, from the companies. Well, Mooney, thank you very much. It was really nice to meet you and to talk to you. Likewise. Thank you so much. My guest today has been Muni Boga the CEO of Kudos, and this has been PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. We're a publication of Recruiting Daily. We're also a part of Evergreen Podcasts. To see all of their programs, 
visit www.evergreenpodcasts.com. And to keep up with HR technology, visit the HCM Technology Report every day. We're the most trusted source of news in the HR tech industry. Find us at www.hcmtechnologyreport.com. I'm Mark Pfeffer. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel. Do you love news about LinkedIn, Indeed, Google, and just about every other recruitment tech company out there? Hell yeah. I'm Chad. I'm Cheese. We're the Chad and Cheese Podcast. All the latest recruiting news and insights are on our show. Dripping in snark and attitude. Subscribe today wherever you listen to your podcasts. We We out. out.